okay, okay. Oh, she is. This is weird. Okay. And we are back. Hello, everyone. How's it going? And welcome to another episode of The Journey There with your host, Carla Chua. And today, I am joined by a special guest. Ah, she's right beside me. Would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> so that's how you start your podcast. She's the, guys, oh she's God. never heard me talk at all in my podcast or anything. She has not listened to anything. But she didn't even say her name. Okay, go. <laughs> my name is Leah Chua, and I'm Carlisle's older sister. Okay, so, oh, it's so weird. Okay, so basically, we're gonna be talking about stuff today, obviously. But I just wanted to make Atalia my very first, well, technically my second guest um, of the podcast. Because I wanted to start like a, well, not a series, but I just wanted to start bringing my friends onto the pod. Because I think in general, I've been losing a lot of motivation to talk by myself already. And I'm like running out of a lot of things to say. So Atalia has been like... I think Atalia is the best first person to bring on because oh. she's pretty like talkative and everything. But like, <laughs> yeah, but then like you know she's a little tired right now, so if she becomes like I'm not tired, I'm just sleepy, man. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, why? I feel like sleepy? the topic you chose, I could. I always tell people that I could go on and on about for ours oh so i was right wow okay <laughs> i was i had like a lot of other topics in mind for today but like i didn't know i didn't know which one was the best one to start with because i was like it's okay you can have me on your podcast anytime oh my gosh. <laughs> i feel like you will be like a recurring guest because mm. like oh i just get sometimes it's just hard to talk alone and like i, t- I tell everyone this the, like all the time like a lot of people they really just have like they just have a partner talaga but I I started this podcast all alone so like now that like I'm pretty like I'm not as talkative as I used to be anymore I don't know but like I just want to start listening to more people now so anyway that's why Atelier is here now because I want to listen to her and like I want you guys to learn something about other people in my life as well because I'm not I don't think I'm the only sentimental one naman right? <laughs> no you're not yeah, I think in the family lang, I think I'm just the loudest one about the deep things I think about. You yeah, know you're I mean? the most vocal. Yeah. And emotional, I would I, say. <laughs> I am the most emotional, for sure. But like, I don't know. I think whenever we have our conversations also, and I said this on my podcast for, well, when this one comes out, it's going to be the week after we're recording what gets so yes, it's next like, week so like i talked to them i already told them about like how um how you came with me to get my tattoo and how we had really nice conversations so like i think it's just nice to have you on because like i, I just want to hear your thoughts also so yeah. anyway yeah that's why today we're going to be talking about the pressures of success because atelia is generally i think the I don't know. I think our family is full of overachievers. Would you not agree? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And I think it's bred into our family. Like, we were really raised to succeed some way, somehow. But, like, I think that you in particular have become, like, the model child that, like, <laughs> the rest of us had to follow. And, like, with that, I just wanted to, like, ask, like, the first question that I had was, like, how did you grow up being expected to achieve everything that you have, like, to be great and everything. Because it wasn't just mama and papa that expected success from you. It was, like, our lolos and lolas also. So how did how was that for you? Well, growing up, I feel like they just taught us 
to do good. And I feel like mama and papa never really expected success from me until I was an outstanding student in grade one, which is like the mm. first wor- the first award you could get ever in your life. Like in kindergarten, they don't give awards like that. Mm. But when I was grade one and I got OS, I feel like that was because I didn't even try to get OS. I just did mm-hmm. my best in school. And uh, yeah, mama was so proud when I told her one day and she was like, Oh my god, yang award pala. And then I told all of Paul. And then from that point on, I feel like Mama was just shocked na her child could achieve things like this. So from that point on, she was like, go get this award. Like mm. I don't think I ever felt the pressure because I don't wanna sound mayabang, but it wasn't always that hard. Mm-mm. That's why I don't think that there was as much external pressure from mama and papa and even the lolos and lolas. It was more mm-hmm. of like the praise I got from them. The but, praise pressured you? No, no, no. It didn't pressure me at all. That's what I'm trying to say. Because, again, it wasn't that hard for me. It was more of like intrinsic for me to do my best. mm well, you know this about me. I've never really cried about school. I've never felt like hmm. total academic pressure until uh-huh. right now, <laughs> taking the boards. But that's more of a self-imposed pressure. Mm-mm. But yeah, growing up, I think there was never... I was never told I had to succeed. Mainly because I feel like I knew I could do it. The mm. pressure came from... I don't know, like, I don't know. Like, the pressure came from me, myself, because I knew that I could do better. I knew what I was capable of doing. And if I didn't do that, then that's when I felt bad. Mm. But, yeah, I don't think that it ever came from mom and papa or even our lolos and lolas. It was more of a, it was more of a self thing, Mm -mm. the pressure. So, ever since the Ever since you were like grade one, you already parang nuna, oh, matalina or like magaling ako or something. Or was like that, like, like later on already na, when it became a pattern for you, that's when you realized, like, like when did you realize your capabilities? And when did the pressure start to set in? Like your internalized pressure? I think I realized my capabilities every time an opportunity showed itself to me. So, for example, there's a test that's coming. And I know what the test is about. If I think to myself, like, oh, that that's not that hard. That topic's mm. not that hard, then I can do it. Or mm. for example, I'm entered in a competition. If mm. I know the training is hard, then I'll feel pressured. But if I know I can do it, then that's when I know I'm capable. If I look at something and I see and I assess like what it takes to achieve that certain thing. Mm-mm and uh, try to match it to my own capabilities. Mm-mm. I try to make sure that that's what I do. Like, I really do my best. That's the pressure, I guess, that comes from doing all the things that I've done. Mm-hmm. It's to just always do my best. Mm-mm. So, like, because, like, I think there's, like, a, a word for that. And I've met a lot a lot of people who are like that also. They're called gifted children. And I think that's what you really are, naman, like, naturally. But, like, 
do you ever like are you ever faced with something that you're not good at and what like what happens with that like do you not want to do it anymore because you're not good at it or like because that happens a lot with a lot of my friends that suddenly they avoid everything they're not good at because they can't succeed in it anymore Mm, i feel like the only thing i real i don't know i can't look back at my life and think about something i've done or tried to do and realize that i didn't want to until now with the boards mm-hmm. because like i look at something i look at something and think i can do it that's why i do it mm. for most opportunities that i can't get myself out of like for example tests and stuff like that Mm-mm. well i'll just do it whatever mm. but then for example the boards it was more of like a struggle na like the best parts of me were tested Mm-mm. like the best and worst parts oh, that's i think because mm-hmm. yeah there's this quote um from a book that i read it was it goes something like i think about it a lot i mm. actually i thought about it a lot when i was going through my board's journey mm. it goes um heroes fall deeper into tragedy not because the worst parts of them are being tested but their best virtues and their morals Mm. so when i was going through the boards my best virtues were you know my self-confidence i always like you know like i grew up knowing that i could do things Mm. so uh, when i was taking the boards that was oh that was going against me the whole time like Mm -hmm. you only have two months to study and you're basically starting from scratch Mm-hmm. or can you do this like can you make it you doubt yourself all the time like my ability to go on beyond all doubt that's what was being tested of me and that's mm-hmm. what sorry that's what was so hard for me to do mm-hmm. but then again like going back there are a lot of things that you do that i don't that's because like i you know, i tried it out once and I guess I didn't like it. I, like what? Like, for example, art. Oh, <laughs> I forgot you're not artsy. <laughs> Sometimes I forget you're not good at things also. You're not artsy, yeah. Yeah, like art. I tried it once, realized na, oh, I don't like it. Then, Mm-mm. okay, I won't work on it. It's not more of like, oh, man, I suck at this. That sucks. It's more of like, I don't like it enough to work on it. Yes, I get that. But then, like, okay, you brought, you said something about doubt, but you also said something about how you have self confidence. So, what do you mean by that? Like, what was the doubt there? The doubt was because I have, I feel like I have a certain, I have a skill set uh-huh. of my own, and I, I like to think I'm very self aware, and I know myself enough to be able to choose my battles and uh, Mm. to take on what i think i can take on or if i don't think i can easily take it on then i know that i have it in me to work on it Mm -mm. but then the doubt came from especially with boards came from like it was sort of like just try it leah just do Um. it you can do it if you can't do it now you can work towards it Mm -mm. but then i realized I just had too little time and that killed me like Mm-mm. 
I knew I had I knew I had the diligence. I knew I kind of yeah, I knew I had like I guess the intelligence or something to or the discipline Mm-mm. to finish and take the boards. Mm-mm. But I was going by a deadline that didn't allow all of that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But like, okay. Mm, I think okay, I think the nice part about you, like genuinely, and I think this is the reason why also that parang you cut yourself off from the get-go already. So it's like, I think that's why you experience less failures than I do because I think I'm more hard-headed than you are in the sense <laughs> that even if I don't think, like, yeah, it's like I don't think I'm very good at it, but I'll still do it anyway. And then because of, parang from the very start, you stopped yourself from Arthur because you're like, okay, it's not something that I genuinely really want to do. So like, okay, like pull out ka agad. But then me on the other on the other hand, I'm just like, try everything, do everything like with your best like best efforts, and then if you fail at it miserably, that's when it. <laughs> I feel like it's always been like that for me. So it's like, I think it's very interesting because it takes a lot of humility also to ab- admit when you don't. This isn't for you, you know. Mm. Like I feel like that's something that I have never. I don't know. I try everything at least. Um, but not everything at least once. I feel like I try everything more than once until there's some really, really bad thing that happens to me. And then that's when something cuts me off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. But like, I guess with that, kasi, I don't think people realize that you were pretty humble in that sense already. Na. Like, you know what's for you. You stick to what's for you already. And, like, the way that I saw you for the longest time, or not for the longest time, I think when I, when it was, like, my our formative years. Because if people don't know this about us, we're 11 months apart. So, like, that's a super-duper small age gap. So, we're essentially, like, the same. We're, we, we grew up exactly the same, you know? And, like, parang, I don't think people ever, oh, people did compare us. But, like, I think it was harder when I couldn't achieve as high as you could already. So that made me feel like the black sheep because I was so stubborn na, I'll do exactly what you do. But like, parang, they weren't my things. They were, it was your mold that I was trying to fit myself in. And because of that, it was like, it was so hard on me because it was like, I, I wanted to be you, you know? I wondered, I, I, I always like wondered and I was always afraid to ask you this, but like, might as well do it on a pod. But like, how did that translate to you now? Because, like, sometimes people do copy me now and then I get bothered by it. It's like, <laughs> huh, like, why are you trying to be someone you're not? I wonder what it was like in your point of view. Like, what did you see? Well, for me, I guess it just... For me, because, like, I grew up doing my own thing and what I like to do, I like to do. And mm-hmm. it kind of made me... It kind of made me sad and frustrated to see na you tried to do things that you, didn't make you happy. Like, for example, the OS thing. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that was so bad. Lord, that was so bad. Like, I just kept trying to... I don't know. I, I always just wondered, like, why does she put herself up <laughs> to so much misery if it, like... It really doesn't make you happy at all. Like the hums thing. And uh, I know that 
that you really like you flourished there yeah and uh, i guess it was just mom and papa trying to like i can't i can't blame you lang though mom and papa say like if their mentality before was like if atelia can do it you can do it too yeah. or if like if i can teach leah to do this kyla can learn this too yeah so it, it was like the i don't know the mentality that there could be two extremely different siblings it wasn't that's true with them so they couldn't understand so i don't blame you for trying to fit my mold because Mm -hmm. like what you said it was more of like a the star student golden child kind of mold Mm -hmm. that i wouldn't i don't blame mom and papa for wanting that for her other kids also but then yeah i guess like it took them a while to see that you can excel in other things yeah i found it i i didn't realize it before because we were raised like twins like we were dressed up the same <laughs> we went to the same parties all the time but it I, we we looked exactly alike because mama wanted us to look alike like she liked the fact that we were like quote-unquote twins yeah. and because of that parang, i guess she saw you walking a little bit ahead of me and she thought she i'll go exactly the same direction because we're so same we're so similar like I, I don't know like she put us in the same environment all our lives every single thing was exactly the same Parang, we we were raised by the same lolo and lola we were we went to the same school mm-hmm. but like we changed so we we like like split up super intensely <laughs> nah there's a clear defi- divide between who you and i are now but like when we were kids it was really so hard because it felt like I was just the smaller one in the shadow. But it's just like, that's just not my, it's just not where I was supposed to go. And I understand that now. But it took me like what, like 19 years to realize that. Like, it just, it was so sad. And I think that was like my baggage for the longest time. Na parang, like, oh, I'm never gonna amount to this. Like, as in like, I was 13 years old. I remember I would talk about it like with my my. 13 year old friends they're like yeah i'm so hurt like i'm crying again about like what uh an e- what do you call it a p a u in, <laughs> in a quiz and it'd be like atelia would never get like this or something like that and it'd be like huh like i'm just not in general i'm not academically smart like i'm not <laughs> i'm not my grades i really am not but like i always dude it was such a concept to me and i talked about it with chloe also na you don't cry over your grades and you're the one with the <laughs> highest grades. Like, what? It's it's so hot. It's crazy for me because parang, the effort that I put in was not matching up to the results that I was getting. And that's why it made me so low in self-esteem. And that was really just in Homs when I started the flourish because it was like that you never experienced Homs. Parang, when we separated and I figured out what I like and what I'm good at. That's when I was like flourishing. But like, I don't know. For me, it was just, it took me so long to accept that we're different. Because all my life, we had to be the same. And we looked the same until, I don't know, until I started growing beyond you. It was like, I don't know. It's like, I, like we, we grew up and it was always Leah and Kyla. It was never just 
Leah or it was never just Kyla. It was always our names together. It was like Drake and Josh, you know. <laughs> so like it was hard to find my own thing. Until I, I like college, I felt so good already because it's like we went to different schools. No one parang it was so nice na I started like investing in music already. I started like I don't know, the things that I did were some things that you would never do. And like I think mom and papa finally realized that then that oh we're different. Yeah, it was, it's funny because now that you say it, like, now that I think about it, how I felt talaga when you tried to copy me nga or to, I don't know, emulate me, mm. it was more of like, why is she doing this? She knows that's not her naman. What the heck? Yeah, no, like, really. <laughs> no, girl, I didn't know. I didn't that was, know. That's why, like, the frustration came from me na, like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, you, you <laughs> don't have know. to do this. Like, because sometimes on other days, I think about it. Like, sometimes I feel like you felt bad about yourself because you were someday on some days you'd feel entitled to feel the success of something you worked really hard for, but it wasn't mm. meant for you. So mm. that's where the frustration came from now you work your ass off for something that just failed you but it wasn't you who failed it you know it was just not meant for you yeah that's kind of what i didn't understand like watching you do all of these things i tried to tell mom and papa na like stop comparing us because i would always tell them like what am i supposed to do i'll just stop I just won't do anything. I, I like uh-uh. doing these things. Uh-uh. I would tell them, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'll be smaller so uh-uh. that Kyla can feel bigger. Can you just stop putting so much pressure on her? That's not her naman eh. uh-uh. Like, those are the types of things that mom and papa, mama, papa, and I would, Mm-mm. like, argue about. Mm-mm. Yeah, they made you... They made you, like, lessen yourself, I think. Yeah. Or not, I don't know if it lesson is the right word, but, like, they downplayed a lot of things about Exactly. You. Yeah, sis. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, they downplayed you oh, a sorry, lot. Sorry, am I allowed to curse? No, it's okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, you can curse here. But, like, I talked about like, it. Even until now, huh? Yeah, they do. That's the problem. And I've noticed that, that's, okay, I talked about it with, ano, recently. And it was, like, parang, I notice when the the middle child and it's okay, like I'm okay with it, but like the middle child talaga will feel smaller. And soon everyone else has to adjust because you want them to feel all equal. And mom and papa always wanted us to feel equal. But because of that, the parang your talents were not able to flourish as much as it could have. Because they they were like ups. Like, don't go too far so that <laughs> someone else can catch up to you so they don't feel inferior yeah. to you. I mean, like, I would have... I would have never felt... I mean, I don't consider myself a particularly insecure person. When when the time comes and you guys, especially you, Chloe, and Gio, mm. achieve something, I'll be happy for you. I've always been, actually. Mm. Like, I've never ever... I think that's what... I'm kind of proud of myself for mm-hmm. I'm yeah for one not I'm not saying it's bad but I didn't grow up insecure and I never grew up jealous. Mm. I feel mm. like you didn't grow up insecure. I feel like you grew up 
unappreci- underappreciated instead. What do you mean? Like, parang, with mom and papa nga, parang, I got the, like, I was talking about it nga this morning lang. Like, I got appreciation for the little, smallest, smallest wins <laughs> that I would have. And I felt, I was like, yes, like, finally have a win. But then, like, whenever you would have a big win nga, I always noticed that you would get triggered when they would just give you a strawberry or something because mm. you needed more validation. Yeah, I would just that. make fun of it now. Like, you know, at some point, I just started storying it because it was funny. Like, okay, this is so ridiculous. I just get yeah. a story for passing all three med schools I applied for. But uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Like, and- even for my purple ribbon, like, uh-huh. I'm in the top five of the batch. Uh-huh. That was... Hey, it's okay. You already got your prize. No deal. It is your fourth time. Like, okay. Anyway, whatever. It's But then, like, you know, at the end of, like, I would joke about it a lot. And yeah, I get frustrated. But I'll get frustrated for a day because mm. it goes back to, you know, this is just what I like to do. And I don't really mm-hmm. need mama and papa. Yeah, like mama and papa to validate me it's more the frustration with the strawberries comes from more of like damn like can't you be a bit happier for me mom and dad like Mm-mm. it's okay like i could have just not told them <laughs> Gets ba? i could have just not told them and i would have been like really happy for him like just telling them and getting a strawberry just pissed me off yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. you're my parents and uh, you really pushed me to, you know, get all of these schools. Or in general, like, you pushed me always to work hard and do uh, uh-uh. what I can. It became your bare minimum to succeed or something. Or that's what I saw when it was like that. Parang, yun nga. Okay, context for some people because they probably don't know what the strawberry is. Oh. Because <laughs> in, our, in our group chat, in our family group chat, uh, our default sticker or the instead of a thumbs up on our Facebook chat, it's a strawberry instead. Like it's just it took it takes like one second to click and it's the it's basically the equivalent of a thumbs up. Yeah. So like you would succeed and like if people don't know what the purple ribbon is, it's like being top of the batching at, they would just send you a thumbs up, like an equivalent to a thumbs up, which sucks. And like <laughs> I just thought it was like did they get used to it so that it's like good. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like as it should be, like that. That's what it felt like to me when I when I saw it. Oh yeah, okay, I get you. Yeah, cause like on my end when it, when I was like I'm DL, they were like what? Yeah, you know I was so pissed at that. Yeah. Uh, like I didn't tell anyone. I was like in my head I was like, oh yeah, you guy, long dumbing dumbing sticker. Oh, sabi ni mama, oh, galing galing mo, nakdeni oh, tapos ako. Um, okay. Like I didn't tell anyone. I was just like quiet about it. I only told Elijah, but. Yeah, like, yeah, it was not my bare minimum. My bare minimum was just the past. But you're, you're, you're like, at that point, like, it was elevated. Your your standards were elevated already. That's why it was like, ah, okay, strawberry instead. But like, I don't know. For me, I was like, oh, man, that must be hard on you. I, I only started, like, realizing it, like, maybe this year or last year. I was like, I feel like uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how quote unquote hard it was on me. It was kind of like a 4.5 because, I mean, yeah, like 22 years of doing things like that, mm. you get used to it. Oh man. I don't oh. know. No, like for real, <laughs> mom and dad, like, remember the first time I got DL? Oh. Mama literally just told me, it's just like OS. 
I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't know. It was more of like, but the fact that they didn't, you know, validate me didn't stop me naman because I just like doing it. Huh. Okay, wait lang. Okay, we'll make, we'll take a little water break and then come back. Hold on. Okay, now we're back. Anyway, so like, what were we talking about? We were talking about mom and papa and you were expecting it to be like that, no? But like, I don't know. That takes a lot of, like, your skin must be really, like, thick to finally accept that because that wasn't, I don't know. If someone, if mama told me that too, well, she did it in different ways. She scarred me. I had my own baggage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hell? Oh, man, man. My report card one time was thrown in the trash. Oh, <laughs> hell. Oh, hell. That was, that was, that was so weird. ridiculous. That was I, I never oh, knew about that. Yeah, girl. When you told me, I was like, was what? The trash can. Mama kept my grade school report Bro. In a drawer. Grade, girl, my grade school report. She literally crumpled it up and like shoved it there. Oh, oh, like, my God. I was like, oh, my I had to unpack that to like what two counselors. I was like, oh, oh. damn. Yeah. Dude, if Mama hears that she'd be pissed. She would be pissed. <laughs> she would be pissed. Honestly, it's okay though. I feel like she has gotten a lot better, don't you think? Or with Chloe, do you think she w- she has learned her lesson already? Yeah, I mean, like, Mama tries, and you can For tell sure. that she's working on herself. For and sure. in a lot of ways, Mama will show us her appreciation for. The things that we do. Mm-hmm. But I guess like it shows more in the things that she values more. Like for example. That's true. The chores. That's true. And being able to like for when she was when she got COVID, oh. she really commended me. Like she would message me every day about how she's proud of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking charge at home. Like it really depends on what you do. Because mm-hmm. mama values different things now. That's true. Like your ability to be the woman of the house Mm -hmm. or a good sibling Mm -hmm. i guess like things like awards for sure aren't yeah are in the bottom of the list not on bottom like in a different place on that list yeah i think i think mom and papa both got better at like validating us because like papa papa's been really appreciative of the nice things i do now like if i do something sweet or like i talk to chloe about something nah he knows bothers her. Parang he'll, he'll message me like, thank you for your, thank you for your, uh, your hard work or something. So he'll be like, thank you for talking to Chloe or something. Parang, parang both of them have been trying more to validate us because I think they realized then that they, they didn't do as much. But I think it, it's just, it's just a different time now because I think they saw that we became adults a little bit too soon or like, maybe we, we had to clean up for them a little bit because they mm. couldn't, parang they couldn't provide for us the the emotional support that we needed. Yeah, and you know, with their validation now, and the the fact that it's coming the way that it is, it's more you. Well, for me at least, I realized that I'm really not doing this just to get their validation. Like the mm, things I do. Sure. It's really because I want to do it and yeah. I love to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure, dude. When I when I made 
like the graduation for you i was just like i just wanted to do it like in general because like in general you know i like to make big i like to make big deals about like things like i like to make christmas special for us even if we're here (laughs) and like i don't know those things but like when i made the when i told mom and papa when you were not supposed to have a graduation i said to mom and papa like i'll host it for her papa literally had tears in his eyes and he was like thank you so much guys like, i was like what dad no no that like papa so was so touched by that talaga. and it's just like i don't know like now i really don't do it for the validation anymore but it feels nice that they're finally like seeing us for like for the the good things that we do now, you know. Yeah, I guess that that was the good thing that came from the lack of validation. For sure, for sure, for sure. Now we're validated, which is nice. Yeah. But okay. Like going back naman to like well, I felt small around you for a while. But then I'm sure there were there were a lot of people naman din who did feel small around you too. But like how did you deal with that? Like did you always just like cut them off? Did you ever try to talk to them or something? Well, the thing is, I don't think when you asked me that question or when I saw it on your outline, oh. the first person I thought of was bleep. Oh. <laughs> but it was I don't I uh-uh. would rather uh-uh. not mention her name, but then um I guess I didn't know it, but I think I did make her feel small. Mm-mm. Coming from, I don't know, so many fights with this person, I could tell na this person was, yeah, she was insecure, and I couldn't really understand why. I just kept saying sorry. Mm. But it never really stopped me from doing what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I guess. It, mm-hmm. I just, I think I would just get shocked now when she'd get mad again. And I tried mm-hmm. to, like, I tried to change to appease her. Change how? Change, like, okay, I just won't tell her. Like, oh, for example, like, I don't know, there came a point now. I was told, you have everything. You're a, a candy cutie. Uh, you oh, are student council. You ha- are friends with all of my friends. What more do you want from me? Why are you getting everything? I like. Oh, so I was, when I heard that, I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> there's nothing from you that I want. Like, There's nothing from anyone that I want, really. Oh. And because I'm perfectly content with what I have and what I think I'm capable of having. Mm-mm. So when it comes to form, I feel like that was the only relationship that was toxic for me. Na Mm-mm. my achievements bothered anyone else. But then I don't know. Like I guess I got lucky. Na I've always spent. I've always been around people who uplifted me and who would also call me off for being or you know just in general be honest with me and tell me mm. when i'm when my head's getting too big and when i'm wrong and Mm-mm. now or like before pa before pa like bella and Uh-oh. pilar they would tell me off for like hey don't do that like <laughs> hey leech like stop don't 
that's like wrong. Uh, and I guess I really appreciated that because like it grounded me a lot. I guess that's why I don't think I've ever become too arrogant. I don't know. There I guess there will there'll be some people talaga who think I will who think I am, but mm-hmm. there's not an ounce in me that thinks I'm better than anyone. Yes. I think there's a difference in talaga with knowing what you're good at and your talents and capabilities and thinking you're like being my pride for me is like when you when you think you're better than everyone else. I don't think you I don't think you like outwardly would think that you're better than anyone. I think you just know what you're good at and then you see what other people are good at also. Yeah. That's why like oh I know now Whoa. my past relationship uh, mm-hmm. it was really um toxic for me I guess because this person didn't well for one thing like would always compare himself to Mm-mm. me because he's from another school and also from a pre-med so mm. he'd always just tell me it's just USD like it's just USD Ateneo is so much harder because at the time I was taking general subjects and he was oh. taking more specialized ones oh. so he'd always tell me it's just USD again like it's not that hard or yeah things like that mm. and uh, like at one point I wasn't I was being told like don't go for counsel. You'll be too busy. Ganyan. And it just sucked because I almost didn't go counsel. Like, Aww. can you believe that? Aww. Two years of my... Two of the best years of my life, I almost didn't go because I was told not Aww. to. Even by mom and papa, they told me not to go counsel. But imagine, like, you know, how proud of yeah. me they are now. It's funny context she became eventually by the end of your college life you became the president of student council so like yeah it's really it's really weird imagine if you did listen to all these people who were pulling you down it would have been so sad i wouldn't i don't know where you would be without council i genuinely don't know because like <laughs> i feel like that's where we really flourish we i guess we or i don't know at least maybe i would have been top one all my life now <laughs> yeah but then you were still able to like you still did good in your academics even with that. And you were you became so much happier with your extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. And I think you became smart. Like, for me, you became a much better person when you did do other things aside from academics. Like, I get it that yeah. that's, like, important. And, like, yeah, it does. it's your education. That's what you're in school for. But, like, the values that you learned and the work ethic that you have was shaped because of the because of the work that you put in in council, you know? Yeah. I just can't imagine. Like, it's just so sad that there... I, like or for me, I just noticed the trend of people telling you to slow down or be smaller or I don't know. Like it takes a lot of strength and I guess maybe like stubbornness also. I feel <laughs> like in, in our family in general, we are we all are pretty stubborn then. But like it takes a lot to um you know like still push for it when the pe the the people who are most important to you are telling you not to. I'm not telling you though to do that now with school <laughs> if that's what you're thinking. No, yeah, I know. Cause uh, there comes a point where you really have to listen to people. Like yeah, what I said, sure. like with my uh, best friends before, they would tell me like when it's the right time to stop, and I know it's because it's out of good intention. Like mm-hmm. for example, Elijah was um for context, Elijah is my boyfriend after. 
the person who told me not to go counsel. And mm-hmm. we got together just when I was about to start counsel. So it was Mm-mm. like, if you think about it theoretically, it's the worst time to get into a relationship. Mm. But it was so nice because he always just encouraged me. And that's, it was so weird because. No offense, Elijah, if you're listening to <laughs> Hi, this. Elijah. But he he doesn't do anything. Like mm-hmm. he's just a normal student who works out, mm-hmm. um, doesn't do anything in the org mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And he would always encourage me, like, go, go, Bob, you can do it. Like mm-hmm. it just felt nice because I don't know, I didn't I never felt like I had to hold back and I knew I had his 100% support in mm-hmm. everything even though I'd complain a lot. Yeah. But yeah, now med school he after like the 2 years my relationship with counsel is as old as my relationship with Elijah. Oh. So wow. <laughs> so he knows exactly what I've been through yeah. in counsel and yeah, I believe him when and I believe you also when you tell me to stop and it's time to take a break, I guess, because mm. I know I still have it in me. I know I have a lot of drive left to serve. Mm. I was telling Bev, like, Bev, tell me it's an ego thing that I want to go back to council. Tell me it's a pride thing. Mm. Tell me I only want it because it's cool or something. And she's like, Leah, you know, that's not you. Mm. You, you, you want it for the service, eh? Mm. So I was like, well, she, <laughs> what am I going to do now? Like, I guess the one thing of all of my achievements, the one thing I haven't done is rest. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. So I guess that's something, one of the hardest lessons I'll have to learn oh, here yeah. in med also. Like, when med school, you're going to rest? <laughs> ironic. I know, but then, like, you know what I mean by rest? Like, yeah. just allow myself to live a quiet life. No offers yeah, here. Yeah, just... sure. And I'm not saying that I'm going to go to med school just to study. But then, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's time for me to learn that uh, it's okay to... I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying not to long pause because there might uh. be an awkward silence <laughs> in your podcast. No, but go lang. I guess I'm trying not... I'm trying to live... A quiet life in such a way na I'm content with stillness. Yeah, for sure. Not, and that doesn't mean like I will learn how to be content with how stagnant life is. Yeah. I think there's a difference between stillness and stagnance Mm-mm. that I have yet to learn. Mm-hmm, for sure. And I have to learn how to not get frustrated. Yeah, for sure. It. You know what? If you actually listen to my episode, you know I would. I I was said something like that. Like I don't know when I said it or what episode I did say it in. But then I had the the biggest problem also with not not applying anywhere anymore. Like not trying to get more than I already have. Like it's always been a problem. Now I want more. I want another position. I want another project. I want another, I know, like internship or something like that. And it's so hard to just like stop like everything just focus on what you already have and just flourish there like that's why i think now more than ever i have been trying more with my podcast because it's like i do have so much stillness with me i have so much silence going on but i have never i have never 
like sat in that silence because it's so parang that's more scary for me than like handling chaos you know and i think that's like something that our family uh, again like we're just going back to the start of this podcast <laughs> we really do breed overachievers in this house but like i think it's mama's mama's always been such a busy person but i think that we can learn a lot also from the silence that or like the silence or the quiet that papa always had now it's just like he i get it that papa was i guess papa was an achiever in a man or something but like he was always just content with like okay that's it like what like i don't know it's just weird it's just hard to just finally be just yourself without anything more to handle any anything more to take care of but yourself now like it's so weird it's such a concept also for me to like finally just focus on my personal growth rather than focusing on helping other people mm. like for once it should be you and it should be your well-being that comes first and i get it like service is service is so fulfilling but there comes to the, there comes a point where you have to serve yourself and that comes when there is stillness only you know i think it's well for me it's like very different because i think my stillness or my longing for um a quiet life comes from not because like not because i'm i need time to take care of myself i feel like i've Mm. I feel like I've taken I feel like I've taken care of myself over the past years. What I want now I guess what I'm happy with is I'm happy with the legacy I'll leave behind. Oh for sure. For I'm sure. happy and uh, I'm happy knowing about the lives I've touched and oh, how sure. I've grown those mm. past years and how those lives also touched mine. So mm. the stillness comes from, I don't know, I guess like trying to actually absorb everything I've learned Mm-mm. over the past years. Like, I guess now it's more of like, appreciating everything i've done Mm -mm. and uh, yeah like not no one self-care like i never understood that concept for most people like you know i need time for myself and yeah like yeah i understand that you need to take care of yourself but i don't think like i guess like i pride myself in the healthy relationship i have with work Mm mm-hmm because i don't think i've it's come to a point where i've sacrificed much of my sanity or of my health until yeah right now like with boards yeah. <laughs> until like i lost a lot of weight but it's your first time burning out like actually burning out i don't think i burnt out yet but i was getting there like i was 90 um. percent burnt out now mm-hmm. like because i still told myself just keep going, Leo. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. It was never more of... It was never like... Ayoko na! It was more of like... Mm-mm. When I... When I decided na... Okay, you know what? I'll just take the boards next year. Mm. 
it's more of like what am i doing like this is not me mm. i know myself enough i know myself enough to give myself a break like that's why i would always tell people like yeah i'm still getting eight hours of sleep yes i still have time to to watch youtube call elijah at night like things like mm. that like i would always make sure like those were non-negotiables for me mm. But the reason I was so at war with myself with boards for context, since no one knows, <laughs> mm. um, I was about to take the medtech boards this August twenty one, mm. and uh, yeah, after graduation, which was May twenty nine, I had I only had like a little over two months to prepare, and I guess I tried to cram it in all those weeks and realize like oh crap like that's not enough time yeah because i would always tell people like i have a standard for myself like i don't want to be i don't want to pass the boards because i got lucky i want to pass the boards because by the end of it it's just a formality that i am a good med tech Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just a score that will show you that i'm a good med tech Mm -mm. so yeah that's why that's why I, it was hard for me. But I guess, like, it came to a point where I just decided, like, okay, Leah, that was your goal. It wasn't to just to pass. It was to be good at it. Mm-hmm. So when I realized that, like, yeah, like, okay, I'll take it next year. Yeah, I, I agree. It's always... I, at this point, kasi, it's so it's your career ready. So like take your time to learn it. Because like it's not the grade anymore. It's not like an, just an abstract thing anymore. It's it you should like absorb what it is and have it by like know it by heart already. Because it's like it's gonna be your job. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's okay to take your time with it. Like I don't think people are I, I don't know if mom and papa are actually rushing you, but like for me, if you need more time, you should. You should. Because, like, huh? You want to have a doctor that rushed it and crammed it in, like, two months instead of someone who really took their time and, like, sat in that not pool of knowledge for a while. Like, I would trust someone more if they took the time rather than someone who got a high score because they're good at cramming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, Oh, there was also something you said a while ago then that I really liked. Or not a while ago, but like way back that like really hit me. And like I have been, like I kept it in my heart and I talked about it with my counselor also. But like the last step of leadership is mentorship or something like that. Oh, yeah. And like it, it, it really helped me move on also because now I'm finally accepting that you can walk away from things and your hard work will speak for itself. Like, you already left a legacy. You've made your mark. There will be a ripple effect. But you don't always have to be the one to start anymore. People can continue it for you. Mm-hmm. For me, I was so afraid to leave things. Like, it was so hard for me to leave Kaith. Because I was like, who who's gonna continue my ripple? But you know what I mean when it's like, you when there's like a still pool of water and then... You put you dip your finger in and it makes a ripple. Parang I'm so afraid that 
what if that ripple doesn't like ripple out so you have to keep moving your fingers so that it keeps move like it keeps going i was so scared that it would not keep going that's why like it was so hard for me to let go and then i saw so many people like so many lives that i've touched until now like some people still like message me and thank me for like teaching them shit that i never even thought that i did and it's like it's just so nice to find that peace in just like being a good leader wasn't always just to start things it's not just like to be that self-starter it's to trust that everything you did was enough already because you did your best in it now yeah um for me it was what was hard for me to leave in the fpsc was um, yes the service but also the people because mm-hmm. um how do i say this like it makes me sad looking at the fpsc posts now for those who don't know, the FPSC is the Faculty of Pharmacy Student Council. And uh, it's just sad. What was hard for me to let go of wasn't the who will continue it. It's more of like, I won't be able to work with such passionate people anymore. And mm-hmm. it, it hurt me so much because I loved working with them. Like, mm-hmm. if the FPSC hears this now, like... Wow. That's really <laughs> like wow, that's really uh, that's really what made me want to stay like the people being with people who loved what they were doing and were mm-hmm. passionate. Like you and I share this like same sentiment now we love passionate people. Oh, for I sure, adore for sure. I adore working or just anyone passionate in general because that's such a rare thing to find. Mm-hmm. And for me like I found myself so lucky to be part of that, to be with them as they worked so hard and worked so passionately about things. And that's what was hard for me to let go of. Yeah. And I'm glad, like, I was always told, now, you know, why don't you leave? You know, the FPSC will be, will still be FPSC without you. And that is true. And I'm glad that they are the FPSC even without me because I know like whatever happens, there's there are a group of like-minded individuals who want to do what's best for the faculty and not just mm-hmm. like, you know, the outpour of love for these students in the faculty of pharmacy na not everyone has. And I yeah, love being sure. people who not are not only passionate, but who are not only passionate, but who also love to yeah. love gets like mm-hmm. I don't know. It, that was the hardest thing for me. I think it's just nice. I mean, like I don't know, no man. I can't say that everyone in med school is gonna be like this, but I think it's you know, it's like a step higher. Not I don't know how to say it, but like I think you will always find passionate people wherever you go because your passion attracts passion as well. You know, I think that's the type of people we are. I think we're all just overachieving, strong. Like, we're very stubborn, but also we're very, very, like, we're strong-willed. And parang the people who we tend to attract, they also, 
they also are strong-willed because they want to be around people like that. Like, I think a lot of people get attracted to passion. That's mm-hmm. why, like, I don't know. Like, no matter what, in med school, that's a step higher. That's so much harder than anything that a lot of people would ever go through. There has to be passion there. Parang you're not only going to find that anymore in student council. Like, there will be students who will who want to be a doctor because what they've like there like there's a deep story there and everything. Like it will not only just be in an organization anymore. You can find that wherever you look. It's just gonna be a little harder because there's not like a set group for it. But like I think it's just in like getting to know people and taking the time na to know their story. But I think that's the fun part about making friends also is that you're going to learn not only like medicine, but you're going to learn like how humbling it is to serve in like to serve and to heal people na and that it's like a no it's a super noble profession i've always said that that medicine is like it's always been the for me the hardest because it's not only time consuming in or like brain power consuming it's like it's an act of love yeah the people in med like the people who are in medicine are strong lovers. So wherever you go, I don't think you have to be afraid anymore that you will never find that kind of love again. You will, because there's it's everywhere. Wait. Alright, hey guys. So you probably noticed that the conversation got cut short. So I'm actually planning to have the rest of the conversation for next week. So yeah, you're going to have Atalia um, on the pod for another week. Yay, fun. Um, yeah, we just talked about a lot of family and personal things in this episode. Um, aside from that, we also talked about like her career and everything, which is really, really interesting. If you have more questions for her, um, be sure to, I guess, leave me messages, leave me comments about it. Um, be sure to hit me up on either Instagram, which is at thejourneythere.pod, or you can hit me up on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thejourneythere.pod. So, yeah, always be sure to follow me on those because I'm going to be hinting who my next guest is going to be still after Atelier, obviously, because I just uh, I already spoiled next week, whatever. But the the um topic for next week is just is it's so good. Like we just kept talking and talking and talking um throughout I don't know how many hours we sat together, like two hours just talking and it's just so much fun i hope that she was as much fun to listen to as she was um talking to and yeah i hope you guys enjoyed it hope y'all have a great week ahead of you or a great week behind you um yeah see y'all next week with atalia bye